Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz, and the Seahawks' third week of OTAs have wrapped up. A mandatory minicamp will start next week on June 11th. On Thursday afternoon this past week, cornerback Shaquille Griffin took to the podium to give thoughts on how his mindset, as well as his diet, have shifted since the end of last year. And he also talks about some of the changes his twin brother Shaquem has made in the offseason after his rookie year. And lastly, Griffin gets into what it's like to go up against DK Metcalf, one of the top rookie receivers looking to find a position on the team, especially in the wake of Doug Baldwin's departure. Let's start off with Griffin's outlook on the previous season and how it shaped his approach in the 2019 offseason. He said on local radio this week that he would grade himself pretty harshly for his 2018 performance, rating it as a D or a D plus. And here's what he said as to why he was so hard on himself. You know, I can give myself any type of grade, but, you know, all the way I would get better if I'd be hard on myself. And um, last year was just an average year, you know, and being at the number one corner, I can't have average years. You know, I got to be the guy that they can continue to look up to and be able to count on and make the big splash plays when it's needed. And I got to be that guy. I got to be more than just good. I got to be more than just great. I got to be elite and I got to be that type of guy that they can count on. So last year was just an average year and that's just something I'm not looking forward to. And uh, I hold myself to a high standard and I got to do the same thing this year. And, uh, you know, I got a different mindset than I did last year. You know, uh, the maturity level has change and I learned a lot more and you know just becoming a better person a better man before I can just change my game so my mindset is totally different this year after the departure of Richard Sherman prior to the 2018 season Griffin shifted from the right corner position to left corner and Griffin has the technique down now on how to play the position on both sides of the field and he addresses how as corner he thinks it's important to be able to play both sides that just is something you got to get used to. You know, um, as a corner, I feel like you should be able to play both sides. But uh, it is a, a little adjustment. But after a while, you just get used to it. You know, when I first came here, it's not like I knew exactly about the technique, but I got I eventually got used to it. Now, you know, the second year, I was on the left side. Now, I eventually get used to it. So, you know, now that I have a year on my bill on the left side, you know, there's no excuse to about the technique or how I should do things. You know, at this point, I know exactly what to do, what to expect, and how the technique should go. So I'm, I'm definitely comfortable and I'm prepared to, you know, make that step, you know, as that left corner. People have often speculated that it may have been the transition that was a factor in how he played last season. But Griffin says it was his mindset that was more of a factor in the transition. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't too challenging. I just think I had the wrong mindset coming into it. You know, I feel like I put too much pressure on myself, you know, going to who was there before me. And, you know, and it got to the point where, you know, now that I'm taking over this spot from this this guy that was just here, let me make sure I have just as many picks, make sure I have just as many good plays, just as many prayer breakups. And that's the type of mindset I came in with. You know, it's all about, you know, accolades and stats. And it's not about that. It's about helping this team win in any type of way that you can, being a, a better teammate, you know, to, to become a better player. So the, that's like I said, the mindset is totally different now. It's not about just the, the accolades and stats. It's about doing whatever it takes to help this team win because at the end of the day, they brought me here to help this team win. And that's what I want to get back to. I want to get back to winning, you know, and bring the championship back home to where it needs to be. So that's the type of mindset I'm coming into. You know, it's just the maturity level has changed and uh, I want to be that guy that can count on and I will be that guy that can count on. So. Early on in that last quote, he mentioned that he felt like he put too much pressure on himself and Griffin addresses whether that pressure was internal or whether it may have come from coaches or teammates. Yeah. I feel like the pressure came from me just one so many interceptions or like I said the stats that where the pressure the pressure didn't come from my actual teammates or the players counting on me it just came from oh man if I'm in the season with 10 picks oh I'm terrible. 
that pressure came I put on myself you know and the pressure when it comes to being a leader it was never that you know I've been a leader my whole life no matter what team or situation I'm in it even came just to being a leader in my family you know that's the type of things that you know I'm used to so it's never pressure from my teammates or them just being able to count on me I put pressure on myself thinking that if I don't hit a certain mark you know in a year you know just being just focused on individual goals I feel like I put too much pressure because if I didn't meet that I felt like I was doing something wrong or I wasn't good enough so that pressure was all on myself and the mindset that I had like I said before you know that's the mindset I had to change Griffin explains that it was about looking for plays that just weren't there that led him to what he thought was an average performance last season. It got to a point where I was thinking more about, man, I get to pick this next play, or I got to make this play, and I started to overthink things that wasn't even there, you know, instead of just doing the job at hand, you know, just, you know, working the technique and just doing what I need to do, you know. I started looking for plays that wasn't there, you know. When you when you play like that, you focus on too many things instead of just focusing on just your job, um, and that's the mindset I had last year, you know. Like I said, you got to continue to grow. You got to continue to mature, you know, from last year. And that's what I did. I took this whole offseason and kind of focus on myself and who I want to be as a player and, and just figure out what I really want to accomplish in life. And, you know, and I want to be, like I said, an elite player. I want to be one of the greats. But at first, I got to be a, become a better person before I can, can truly, you know, change my game. So I want to be, you know, a better captain, you know, continue to teach the young guys and understand that they can count on me and, you know, I want to help this team win. No matter what they need me at, what they need me to do, I'm be the guy to make those plays that need to be. So it sounds like Shaquille is positioning himself to be more team focused and a leader on the defense. He goes on to say that a focus on his mindset has been part of an offseason evaluation into what went wrong last year. And it was that evaluation that set him toward a team focused mindset. You know, you take a couple of weeks off and you kind of just evaluate everything that happened that year and you kind of try to figure out what went wrong or what you did wrong. And I felt like my mindset wasn't right. So I feel like I had to become a better person, you know, a better man when it comes to, you know, my life and everything that I have done and will do. So I had to figure that part on myself. So when it came to the way I was thinking coming into it, it was all about, oh, just make this play, you know, get these stacks so you can get these accolades. You know, I felt like that what was important. And that's never true. You know, as a team, as a player, it's about winning. And if you always think about yourself, you're thinking about the wrong thing. You should be thinking about the team first, and that's the mindset, and that's what I had to figure out this offseason. So uh, it was definitely myself. I just, when you take a couple weeks off, you get a chance to reevaluate everything that you went through that year. Man, I, it kind of it kind of hit me. It hit me hard, too, you know, because now the season is over, and now you got all this time to kind of start over and regroup. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pros and cons to that, but uh, I'm glad I got a chance to reevaluate everything that happened, and the maturity level has changed, the mindset has changed as well. In thinking about last season, were there any plays that stuck with him and are plays that he wishes that he could have back? You know, take, talking about last year, you know, you kind of let those things go. You know, I can't let anything linger on anymore because it's new season. And then uh, I think it'd be really bad to come into the next season and think about a play I didn't make last year. So um, those type of things, you know, you watch the film, you know, you try to correct it and you figure out what you did wrong and you make sure it doesn't happen again. And, you know, you start that process early. You know, we already back, you know, watching film again, you know, trying to go over the mistakes that we did. We watching different season. I think I even went back and watched the 2013 season, you know, in Seattle. So it's kind of cool to see the type of, you know, the the environment that they created here in 2013 and see the way the guys play with each other. And sometimes you got to go back to your roots and your history to kind of see the way they did things. So, um, you know, I had some of the DBs, you know, download all that tape to kind of see how 2013 defense played, the way they care for each other, the way they play for each other, the way they celebrated, you know, and it, it kind of opened people's eyes to the things that we want to be at, the things we want to get back to. So, um, you know, we back, in, we back into it, you know, and I feel like everybody's excited, everybody buying into it. And sometimes you got to figure out where it came from so you can get back to it. 
So now that he and other DBs went back and watched the 2013 tape, Griffin addresses why it was so important for him to watch some of the recent history of the team and offer some of his takeaways. You know, you got to see how things are done. You want to be a vet. You want to see how to win. Well, those guys knew how to do both, you know, be pros and, and know how to win games and do it the correct way and, and enjoy doing it with each other. And sometimes you got to see that. Like I said, you got to go back into your past, kind of see how things ran here. You know, if you want to get back to a Super Bowl caliber team, you got to see how the Super Bowl teams did it. And there was one of those guys in 2013, they did it right, they did it correct. And if you want to get back to that spot, you just got to see it from the right people who was doing it. So I feel like that's the best thing to do. You know, it's while we have time, just watch it, sit there and see, you know, look at your position, see how they did it, see what they did wrong, see what they did right, and, you know, and see how they corrected it. But they, at the end of the day, they all have fun, you know, you know, beating up on teams. And we got to be able to enjoy that with each other. So I feel like that was the best thing, the best advice I could give, just to see how things was done, you know, when it came to teams winning and winning the Super Bowl and doing it right. So I feel like that was the best advice I could give them. It's a good chance to just to see, you know, how everything was done. Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, all three were guys who he had a chance to play with. They were a big part of the 2013 Super Bowl season. And Griffin has had the opportunity to learn from all three. For some of the newer players, though, that's not the case. So he says he's doing his best to pass along the knowledge that he gained from those veteran players. And especially with Bradley McDougal working his way back from surgery in the offseason on his knee, Griffin feels that leadership role is now squarely on his shoulders. You know, everything they taught me is no reason for me to keep it to myself. You got to pass it on. That's the reason why they, they they showed me the game. They showed me how things work. They showed me how to watch film. They showed me how to be a pro. And the reason why they did that, because I, I need to show the young guys the same way, the same ropes. And, you know, at BMAC, you know, Bradley Maduka did a great job last year. You know, you know, taking it upon himself to be that leader in that room. You know, and now it's time for help. You know, BMAC being down now. You know, it goes for him, then it, it comes to me. And I got to be that guy to step up. You know, they got to be the guy they look up to, they speak to. So I got to do everything right. I got to do everything the correct way. I got to continue to be a pro. And you got to pass on the other because, you know, it could be the next one up. You know, when Bradley, you know, come back and he's ready to, you know, run around, it's going to be both of us together to continue to lead that room in the right direction. You know, Tedrick Thompson is coming up and being another guy who's going to help lead the room. And those type of guys you got to count on. They're going to, you know, look forward to making those splash plays that I, that I spoke about. And we're going to just do our part. And uh, so I'm, I'm really excited for this year, you know, having more of a voice and being more mature, being more of a veteran and being a leader on this defense. So how does he feel that focus on leadership is going throughout the OTAs? I feel like I'm doing a, uh, actually a, a great job with that. But, you know, it, it doesn't stop here. You know, we still got so much, you know, more to do and so much more to accomplish. And then I only have to get better at that. But um, we off to a great start. You know, the best thing about it, you know, is people is buying into it. You know, when you have a leader and it's hard for the listen to a leader, it's kind of tough to be one. But, um, you know, they listen to me, you know, they hear me out, you know, and they trust me. So that's the best part about it. And that's something I got to build off of. You know, none of these guys trust me. So you build off that and just become better. And Griffin addresses whether or not he still keeps in touch with Richard Sherman. Yeah, I actually just um, text him today. You know, uh, every now and then we just check up on him, you know, just keeping that relationship. He's always good. You know, it's more than just football. You know, you got to keep that family. I feel like he's a brother to me. And, um, you know, you always going to keep that relationship. So I actually just text him today. Shaquille Griffin's offseason approach hasn't just focused on his mindset or his leadership ability, but changing his approach to his diet has also been one of those factors. You know, I'll focus on, you know, losing some of the game that I had last year. When it come more trim, leaner, faster, you know, I feel a lot, a lot better. I feel great, actually. Of course, many of us probably feel like we could also lose a couple pounds. So what does a top NFL athlete 
do to help drop the extra weight? Just eating the right things. You know, uh, last year I feel like I was kind of just eating whatever I could. You know, um, you know, just being young, just kind of whatever came to mind is what I ate. You know, now I'm focused more on, you know, what to put in my body that's going to feel me and it's going to help me, you know, in the future. So, uh, you know, we got to chef this, you know, off season, kind of eating the right things and working out, you know, daily. You know, um, it just focuses on the things that we had to focus on. It was just our body type and, you know, just leaning up and getting, getting rid of the weight that, that wasn't needed anymore. So, uh, yeah, lost about 12 pounds and uh, feeling fast now. Okay, so he hired a personal chef and he's eating the right things. Okay, come on, Shaquille, we need more details. What specifically are you eating? On the basis, maybe more like baked chicken, um, any type of seafood, but um, I cut down on more of the carbs, you know, and the portion of the food that I do eat. So I don't eat just uh, just one huge meal, you know, a day. You know, I try to get between four and six meals a day, but, you know, just the right portions and the right things put in my body that's going to fill it the correct way. But um, a lot of it is a lot of baked chicken. I can tell that, which is one of my favorite, but I feel like if I eat one more, I might turn into one at this point. So, <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, just washing the right things to eat. He shifted away from carbs and towards seafood and baked chicken, but anyone who's ever gone through a diet knows that there is food that you definitely miss having after you start a diet. Fortunately for Griffin, though, he says he gives himself a cheat day. But still, what does he miss eating the most? Uh, wings. Just uh, eat barbecue, buffalo, cheeseburgers, those kind of main things. So every now, it's funny that you say that because uh, we get one cheat meal. Not a cheat day. One cheat meal, either Friday or Saturday. And it's so tough to figure out what I'm going to eat on that cheat meal. I don't know if I want wings and a cheesecake cheeseburger with the fries I just don't know and actually I think me and my brother are going to have a discussion right now after I finish this to figure out what we're going to eat this weekend so I'm a little excited <laughs> Griffin says this new diet now has him down to 194 pounds how does it feel for him playing at that weight I'm feeling good I think I came in around that same weight my rookie year between 194 and 198 so you know if it goes up or goes down that's kind of what I want to play at I want to stay fast you know I'm stronger than I was last year being at this way so you know I'm, I'm feeling pretty good now Griffin says he's at 194 but now he's going to reference playing at between 210 and 212 pounds about 16 to 18 pounds more than what he's at right now so how did that weight impact his ability to play, especially with regard to his speed and endurance? Um, yeah, I feel like, you know, I feel like I had my speed, but I feel like it took so much out of me because I was carrying so much weight. You know, the speed never really left me, but, you know, when you're carrying, you know, 210, 212, you know, running around, you know, you start to get more fatigued a lot faster, you know. My main thing, I want to be able to run longer, run faster, you know, better than anybody that's on the field. You know, I want to be able to, you know, continue to play through the whole game, first through fourth, and be able to have just as much as energy from the start to the last play of the game. So, you know, to lose that weight and now running around, now breaking, and, you know, my energy level continues to stay up, and I can run a lot longer and a lot faster and continue to compete at the highest level. And that's that's how I've been feeling all OTA. So it's been going good, and I'm feeling really great about the weight I'm at now. So, you know, I'm just going to stick with it. Now, speed is an important factor at playing corner. But he also addresses why strength is important for a corner, especially playing in Seattle. You know, especially being the type of defense we are, corners do get involved with the run. You know, we want to be strong enough to get off blocks. You know, this year we want to work on, you know, helping in that run fit, you know, getting off blocks early, you know, being able to stop the run and just to help out. You know, that's the type of defense that we run. Like, we got to continue to, you know, to be 
they're helping that run guy, you know, their run fit and those type of corners that we have here. You know, we have corners that are not scared to tackle. We can just we can cover just as good as we do tackle. So, you know, just being strong and be able to throw receivers off you, you know, and not having any wasted time, you know, playing around and you know, play fighting the hand fighting with receivers. So just being strong when it comes to that. You know, you want to be able to make a tackle and, and feel good about it. You know, not just, you know, make a tackle or missing. So uh, just being strong in the weight run. I think the main thing we've been focused on is making sure the outside guys in the DBs are just as strong as our whole defense. So we're working on that this offseason. Griffin mentioned earlier that he hired a personal chef. And it's actually both for Shaquille and his twin brother, Shaquem. The difference between the two is that one is trying to lean down and get fast while his brother, Shaquem, is trying to put on some extra weight. Uh, they come in, um, you know, every other day, so kind of keep the, you know, the food fresh. But uh, it's not an everyday basis. But they come in every other day, so keep the food kind of fresh, so you know it, it continues to taste good, and and we can kind of go over the things that we want to work on. I feel like my brother is at a point where he needs to gain weight, so um, they explain what he needs to do more and what he needs to eat more, and I'm trying to stay on that, you know kind of lean and kind of stay on the same track that I'm on now you know I don't want to lose any more weight but I want to kind of just gradually stay where I'm at so they come in every other day so we have those discussions and kind of figure out what's next and you know going close to the season we're going to change it up a little bit more you know and giving us more things that's going to fill our body for the season. News came out recently that Shaquem has been more involved in rushing the passer in OTAs and Shaquille addresses how his brother is adjusting after facing some big challenges in his rookie year. Oh, I know he's enjoying it now. He's definitely enjoying it. Uh, last year, I feel like he did um, he did the right thing and how he took, you know, everything that happened, you know, starting first game and then, you know, getting demoted and, you know, playing special teams. Anybody could have took that the wrong way. You know, it's like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about defense. I'm just going to, you know, stick and focus on special teams. But he didn't. He continued to stay prepared and ready for any situation where when his number was called, he'll be ready. But he made so many plays on, you know, special teams. You know, he was one of the, the team's leading tacklers on special teams. So you can understand the mindset was there and it was right. And he took everything the right way. And when his number was called on defense, he came in and made plays that he needed to make. And he was always ready. So he never had to get ready. And now this year, you know, they're moving around a lot more. You know, get a chance to rush a little bit at Sam. You know, was in, with the nickel patches, the nickel package, he playing well. And he's just mo- moving around a lot more. So now you can see he's kind of enjoying a lot more because he's getting back to what he used to doing, you know, rushing. And so now he's to the point when he want to gain a little bit more weight. You know, keep his speed, but be able to rush and come back and cover. And, you know, he's been looking good so far during OTA. So I know he's definitely enjoying it. So I think it's going to be a different year for him this year. Shaquille is then asked if Shaquem's role this offseason is similar to the role that he played in college at the University of Central Florida. Yeah, uh, very similar. But, you know, he covered a lot more now, so he enjoyed that part. And But now you get a chance to see his speed, in a, you know, on the edge, you know, like what he did in college. But um, he a little rusty. <laughs> he a little rusty. So I remember going back home, we talking about, you know, he got to work back on his pass rush. You know, it's definitely not the same. But uh, to see him back into it, he, he's loving it at this point. He's definitely enjoying that part, get a chance to rush again. But, uh, yeah, it's back like how he did in college. So hopefully the same amount of sacks they had in college you can bring here to this team because we definitely need it. And lastly, we hear from Shaquille about what it's like to go up against one of the rookies this offseason. DK Metcalf, who was selected at the end of the second round, the third overall player drafted by Seattle this year, and what Griffin is seeing from the rookie so far. I, I kind of I really do like him, and um, we're actually getting close to getting a chance to go against each other a lot more. You know, uh, he's been working on his releases, hand placement. He actually uh, did a move on me today, which was different that he haven't done all OTAs. You know, get a chance to press, and everybody know our technique when we shoot two hands. 
he um, he thought about just grabbing my arm and kind of pulling me by. And things like that, I can see starting to progress because we go against each other whole, whole OTAs and you see what I'm doing different and now he kind of getting me figured out and it's kind of cool to see that he's adjusting to it. You know, those are the same type of things you have to do during the season. You got to be able to adjust to, you know, different situations and different people you're going against. So it's kind of cool to see him progress and the speed is definitely there. <laughs> the size and speed is definitely there and you can see him, you know, you think a ball is overthrown and he'll go, he'll go up and get it. So um, I'm definitely impressed with him, you know. Uh, we still got a long way to go and um, that's my main folks and continue to help him get better you know i'm make sure i give him my best i know you're gonna give me his so we're gonna help each other out because we're gonna need him this year the wide receiver battle is definitely going to be a major storyline going into the preseason this year with doug baldwin out tyler lockett is the obvious choice to take over the top spot but who slots in behind him would it be david moore going into his third season jaron brown his second year with the team and a guy who's caught five touchdowns last season or maybe it's one of the rookies like DK Metcalf, Gary Jennings, John Ursua, any of those three guys who could step up and have a rookie season like Baldwin had. Those are all things that we'll be watching in the preseason and things that will continue to be covered at fieldgoals.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast this week. And be sure to check out the website as John Gilbert looking at the status of second year tight end Will Disley coming off a brutal knee injury in his rookie season. Mookie Alexander highlights how third round pick Cody Barton signed this last week. And now all of the 2019 draft picks are under contract. And Oklahoma coach Lincoln Riley was at the final OTA practice this week, which is interesting to note because the Seahawks will face Kyler Murray twice with the Arizona Cardinals this year. And they'll face Baker Mayfield when they travel to play the Browns. Both quarterbacks played for Riley at the University of Oklahoma and Matty Brown takes a look at which plays the Seahawks offense should steal from Riley and the Sooners. Check it out. It's all up at fieldgoals.com. Goals.com.